1: But we start this program today. This is the Rich Eisen Show. With two words. Back, back. Live from the Rich Eisen Show
2: studio in Los Angeles. Juan is your 2022 Home run Derby champion the rich eisen show
1: Clayton kershaw starting the all-star game i'm just so excited i get to do it here at dodger stadium
2: earlier on the show espn baseball host carl ravage still to come sydney and taylor scott
1: actor justin hartley plus your phone calls latest news and
2: more and now it's Rich Eisen. Hour
1: number two, the Rich Eisen Show is on the air here uh, on this very busy Tuesday in Los Angeles, California. you got an all-star game going on mm-hmm. in Chavez Ravine tonight. And um, you know what? I, 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 I shoot everybody straight here. Um, I shoot everybody straight here. And um, if you asked me, the version of me uh, that used to be on SportsCenter, Great and, hair. And, and, and thank you. Um, and Stuart Scott's daughters, Taylor and Sidney Scott, are here. They're about to join us. We'll go down memory lane. It would have been Stu's 57th birthday today. Um, and um, it's ESPY's week as well. So um, special stuff. Don't go anywhere. It'll be, it'll be terrific. And I haven't seen these young ladies in quite some time. If you ask that version of me, if you ask about that version of me growing up in Staten Island, New York, um, hey, there's an all-star game in your neighborhood, in your town. Do you want to go? Would you go? I'd say all the way in. Absolutely, I'm in. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, I grabbed those. I grabbed nineteen thousand of those ballots at Yankee Stadium, and I punched holes. Remember that? You remember the old oh, hanging yeah. chest? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you, you grabbed your yes, pen you and put, you, yep. start, you You know, it it stuck it, it, I stuck it I stuck it through Thurman Munson's tab every time. <laughs> You know? Oh yeah! I stuffed that ballot box as a kid in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, Absolutely. Used to be able to take him. I went right in. down the line. I went Chambliss, Randolph, Dent, Nettles, Pinella, the whole team. Rivers, Roy White got a little pop. Roy White. Oh yeah, man. Who was that? Roy White on the Yankees. Oh yeah, Munson. You bet. Absolutely. I was writing in Fred Chicken Stanley if I could. <laughs> Damn straight. I was absolutely going to an all-star game if it was in my town. Yeah. Now? No way. I live no, in no. Los Angeles, California. <laughs> I live in Los Angeles, California. I'm a man of 53. I'm a man of 53. Man. 53-year-old man. No way in hell am I going to that game tonight.
2: <laughs> I'd have, I to, have leave to leave now. five
1: minutes ago. Yep. I got two hours of the show to do. Remote. You kidding me? Yeah. no way! <laughs> Do you know how hot it's gonna be out there? <laughs> Too hot? You kidding me? I'm gonna put that air conditioning on 67 tonight. Yo. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna put an extra blanket on me in the air conditioned bed, you know, bedroom or the the living room. You, you were, kidding? Me? You're, you're spitting facts right what? now, man. What? By the way, you are a thousand percent. I remember
3: when I moved out here, what? I was like, man, there's the Lakers, Clippers. USC, UCLA, the uh, Angels and the Dodgers and the Kings. I'm go, going to so all of them. many games. To all of them. I'm getting season going tickets. Early. I'm going early. You're I'm even going late to every game. Yeah, I've been to one UCLA game in 13 years. <laughs> I go once a year to Angel Stadium. Like I
1: never go to games. You want to know why? It's too far. It's too far. Yeah. It's too it's hot. It's impossible. The traffic. Are you kidding me? Dodgers Stadium. You guys, getting, it's not going to be that bad. Getting in and out of Dodgers Stadium. <laughs> The nightmare will we'll literally nightmare. make you rethink every priority in your life. Every priority. It's gonna in your be life. seventy tonight. Now it's a beautiful stadium. When you get in there, once you're there, once yes. you're there. Oh yes. my god! Once then you you're see in that your backdrop, seat. <laughs> yeah, and you helmet nachos. Helmet, <laughs> you got some helmet nachos. And, nachos and, a and also, and also Sorry, the, his, the history. I mean, we kind of had our fun with Ackershire and all that business yesterday, mm-hmm. and and I'm like, hey, hey, it's the same stadium, same stadium memories. Uh, the the stadium where I, I punched all those tabs for you know god for all my favorite Yankees gone. that's that's a it's a part it's well it they, they turned it into ball fields right yes it's not a parking lot no,
3: but I mean can, yeah, the plate's can. still there right you, you know on. what I mean like right
1: so this is still the spot man where they they moved out from Brooklyn yeah they built it
2: you it's know, we where we're,
1: we're Kershaw's towing the rubber tonight, it's where Koufax towed the rubber. I mean, this is pretty this is it's beautiful once you're there. Yeah. But once to get there, and I remember growing up <laughs> in Staten Island and watching Kirk Gibson hit that home run in game one of the World Series against Dennis Eckersley and the NBC cameras with Vince Colling Booth widen out as the ball leaves the yard. And you see the taillights of the cars leaving. And I thought to myself, what weak-ass sports fans live in Los Angeles, California? Uh, I do. What I do. type <laughs> of <here>. sports fan <laughs> would leave a in? World <laughs>
3: Series game... Yeah, that's ridiculous, though.
1: That is kind of ridiculous. To beat is the traffic. Right. That that's is what I saw. And I thought yeah. to myself, well, who, are <laughs> game game th- thought was, who are these people? Well, it was game one. game one. who are these people? What's the matter with them? <laughs> and now... <laughs> I am flat out one of them. Yeah, yeah.
3: I can remember in '94 the All Star Game being in Pittsburgh. Looked forward to the game and all the stuff that went on around town. You know, like oh, this yeah. exhibit and that exhibit. And you could yeah. go throw a ball on this block. Man, I, have, I had zero interest in doing any of that for this All Star Game. Man, just Years it's ago, weird. You get older and it just you know. it doesn't matter to
1: you as much. You Years know. ago, Sunday Night Baseball, Yankees Dodgers. Okay. Uh, In a league game, my nephew, uh, Lee Matthew Eisen. Lee? Lee, okay. What up, my Lee? Brother's, my brother's, what up? What up Lee? My brother's masculine child. <laughs> Susie and I take him to Dodger Stadium to go to the game. I forget how old he is, okay? Half of his current age. And he wanted to stay for the whole game. And you can look it up Eric Gagne
2: oh. trying oh. to close it
1: out against Eric. Alex Rodriguez. And I had no idea at the time. We assume eh, this 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 uh, batter pitcher matchup eh, very trapezoidal. And um, I don't even know if that's a word. I think it is. And 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 uh, Susie and I look at each other, and I I honestly think it's and and I I love him. He was an intern on this program. I I, I will do anything for him, anything except. But I stuck around. Whoa. I did stick around. And that is absolutely, to this day, the most I've ever put myself out for that kid. <laughs> <laughs> ever. So. <laughs> These are facts. So I got I'm t- spitting I got them right now. I got two tickets. You want to go tonight? No. <laughs> I do not, sir. I do not. Even though it's it's a spe- an all star game is so special, and really I've been is. fortunate enough cool. to color cover them and be there yeah, for them, and you get goosebumps about them, and they are awesome. They are awesome, and I you know I hope tonight ends in a tie because uh, it would be uh, a uh, a home run derby to win the all star game, which thank God no longer has home field advantage of the World Series on the line. I don't know, in terms of things that baseball should never have done. Okay? That's, that might be number one in the history the list, of the sport. The list is long and distinguished. I know. <laughs> so but, much and choose. that would be great. It would be great. It would be incredible to see a game end in a tie and there's a home run derby to win the All-Star game. I'll fun. tell you what. I'll tell you what. The minute that happened, I'd say, I'm out of here. Because we could sneak out of here while yep. everybody's sticking around and watch another home run derby. I'll listen to that on a radio. <laughs> out. <laughs> and I know I might be coming across as a little jaded. I don't think I am. I'm just spitting facts as only I know how to do it That's right here. It goes here.
3: La is just like that for everything. Everything. Ram. I mean, we're, we're like like that. Will you become like that?
1: We Rams. Remember our, our buddy. Remember our buddy Sebastian Maniscalco was here, and he's talking about yeah, how his wife saunters out of be- games not fast enough. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, right. not, that like let's like go up pick up the, up the pace a little it's bit. The traffic. Like no it's one true. wants to sit It's in... true. Yeah. If you don't walk fast enough out of a sporting event in Los Angeles, California, it every second turns into a minute, and every minute turns into an hour. <laughs> Facts. And then you're sitting in your car for an hour. Well, I mean, you, you listen to the game on the radio. It was very nice. No, I'm just getting out of the parking lot. All right, <laughs> got that off my chest. Feel much better. <laughs> uh, today would have been the 57th birthday of Sydney and Taylor Scott's daddy, Stuart Scott's daughters. I have not seen them in forever. In a day, we're gonna hang out with them and have scoops for Stu when we come back. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly. in store, and now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to the Rich Eyes and Show. Life is amazing. I am uh, freaking out right now, I'm not going to lie, because uh, I haven't seen my next guests in decades and I could not be more thrilled to be able to welcome them in as a guest here in Los Angeles, California. Uh we all know about the Home Run Derby and the All-Star Game, but it's also Espy's Week here in Los Angeles, California, and the Jimmy V Award for Perseverance is going to go to Dick Vitale and it was an award that was won by my guy Stuart Scott uh before his passing and joining us today on what would have been their father's fifty seventh birthday are none other than his two wonderful daughters, Taylor and Sydney Scott. Here on the Rich Eisen show, how are you, ladies, doing? Good to see you guys.
0: We're doing great. We're so blessed to be here. Thank you. Yes, good to see you. It's been it has been a very long time. We're really excited to be here. It's, it's
1: been uh, nineteen years since uh, ESPN handed me a cardboard box, um, and uh, and uh, I, I I think that might I, I might have seen you maybe just shortly before that. It's yeah. unbelievable. Unbelievable! I so,
4: appreciate it. I know you bought some of my Girl Scout cookies. Um, that really made a difference <laughs> with my troop. And so, I, thank you. I know it was a like good I would never have, become, have not come here, here you. Had, I not, had you not really cared about the Girl Scouts. Two me.
1: Columbia grads I've got here on this program right now. So, um, what? Uh, let, let's just jump into it. What What do you think of when you think of your dad? Let's start with that. How about that one? Taylor, I think of an
4: example. I think that with him, it's difficult because he's not here to be an active example, but I do love that I get to hear stories about him from people all the time. And those give me perspective now that I'm older that I didn't have as a child. And so it's really, there are things that his friends and his family members bring to us that are something I wouldn't have gotten, you know, when I did get to know him. And now that I'm, you know, older, closer to the age he was when he was, when he started in the field, I feel a lot of encouragement from the people who can give me the messages that he would have given me
1: what about you Sydney
4: yeah I think so
0: it's so interesting for me because there's so many things that I've experienced in life you know just graduated college and I can sort of hear his voice in the back of my head with with the kind of thing that he would have said you know something fantastic happens something terrible happens and I can sort of imagine like how he would have responded and I think. For him to have left such a vivacious personality that, mm. you know, we talk sometimes like something happens, we see something on Twitter, you know, yes. whatever. And we're like, you know, dad would have been, you know, he would have had something to say about this. And so it's really with everything that Taylor added with people sharing stories and continuing to like learn about who he was as a person, even in these years since he's been gone. Um, it's just it's it's so special. Well, yeah. I
1: think of him um, when big time sporting events happen. Yep. Uh, anytime uh, the NBA finals hit, um, I think of him. Boy, did I think of him with the final four Carolina playing Duke. Oh, my God.
4: That was intense. We yep
1: he would have lost his mind.
0: Yes, he would have. And here's the thing, it was a very, you know, it was a very good thing that we were all watching together because he had his superstitions where growing up, yes. um, when my mom and my dad would like watch a sports game together, right. especially if it was Carolina. Maybe only of Carolina, yes. but especially if it was Carolina. Yes. And my mom went and you know to the bathroom, got up and left, and Carolina started winning. He was like, You can't come back. Um you have to stand the room. You gotta stand <laughs> Yes, Yeah, I'm sorry, you can't you can't come back. So that game, I don't even know what yeah, we all no. would have been subjected
3: to. <laughs>
1: But I mean, the biggest Carolina Duke game ever. ever. There will never, ever. there will never be a bigger one unless somehow, some way, you know, uh, John Schreier, right, the new coach of Duke, stays yep. for fifty years and, yeah. becomes, and becomes the, a coach. the greatest yep. coach exactly. in the history of the school. Exactly, exactly. And then they play in the last game. Yep. <laughs> somehow they play in the last game.
0: It was once in a lifetime. And
1: I honestly, I thought, I think of him. Um, uh, whenever like say, uh, uh, big stories occur like Kaepernick, I wonder what Stuart would say about, you know, what your dad would say about what's going on, what's happened with Colin Kaepernick. I would, I think about him all the time. I mean, absolutely all the time. And I've got tons of stories. I mean,
4: listen, we, we love to hear okay. them. Well, I
1: mean, I, 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 and the neat thing too is cause again, um, you know, I, I, I met you obviously you know i i know it's stupid to say before your your younger <laughs> sister you got to you got to put the photograph up i have this every now and then oh
3: the, my this goodness. this was at a
1: jimmy v um this was at the jimmy v golf tournament years ago i oh, think that's what God. it was I, I if i had to guess and there you are taylor in your dad's hands you're holding <laughs> the balloon, have a balloon. Yep. and I, I mean i'm standing right there and i uh, you know with all due respect i don't know who i don't recall too many uh, details of of this but I just remember how much he loved you guys too. And I just know, and, and and now I'm a, I'll get deep. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm now a girl dad. And um, I know, but here's the thing about your, your dad that I always remember too. He's uh, I, I think about his love of life, his love of uh, being himself. And I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that as, as if he had an ego, I mean, we all do, but just he loved being who he was and letting everyone know who he was and living his life as that, and certainly on the air. And I just remember his pridefulness, his competitive nature. I remember all of that. And then, of course, uh, I, I just, you know, his, his love of, of, of you guys. I just remember that. And I think about that every time I look at my daughter, too. This is a fact.
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm
1: sharing, I'm unburdening right now with you guys. No, please, no, it's beautiful. You know.
4: And that's the greatest gift, I think, is the pride in being yourself such that you allow the others around you to be like, hey, it's okay for you to also be yourself here. I am doing it. It's okay who you are, even if you're just trying. There is acceptance here for that. And I feel like that is the greatest gift that can be Listen, you only, it is especially your father who brings that to the table for you.
1: I've got Taylor and Sydney Scott here, the daughters of Stuart Scott on, uh, again, what would have been his 57th birthday and uh, it's ESPY's week here in Los Angeles, California. So I'll just throw it up into you. What what story, if you wanna go first, Taylor, you Sydney, however you want, what story about your dad that you have heard that you'd never known before that's suddenly become your favorite from somebody? You got Mm -hmm. something? On that, you've run into somebody, somebody, whether it was a fan or somebody that he covered or anything like that. You so, got something like that?
0: So here's the thing: I, I had there are definitely a couple of funny ones that I have learned over the past couple of years, and some of them have been from like friends, family members about his college days. That they were like, we could not share this with you before you yourself was in college, and, and now you have come. come now you know, now you've come <laughs> a age. So there have definitely okay. been some really funny ones, but I think honestly, what have been the most special and the most interesting ones to me is I cannot tell you how many people have come up to me and said, you know, I met your dad at an airport in line at a fast food place, you know, right. wherever it may be. And they were like, oh, you know, they they gave their little spiel. They're like, I watched you growing up. I was so inspired by you. You know, I want to go into broadcast. You know, I want to go into sports journalism, like all of these different things. And they would talk about how he took, you know, whatever a couple of minutes out of his day to to talk to them and, and to to share about his experience and to, and to give whatever advice he might have had. And yes. I think, you know, it's something that, you know, it's like, that's kind, that's nice. But the overwhelming number, like just the fact that he was out in public and just like, Minding his own business and just like so enthusiastic and ready and willing to share like his experiences and his joy and his like all of those different things. He had a lot of energy. He had a that. lot of energy and it's really really special to know that you know this isn't just something that he was reserved for either the camera or for his family but like this is who he was 24 seven always 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 always
1: you yep. know I and mean, so many people think that any you see somebody who's successful with a personality on television it's an act. Yep. Oh, my God, no. I mean, the, the, the Stuart Scott that everybody saw on television is exactly the guy that you would meet anywhere. Yep. I would. I totally wholeheartedly endorse that message. Yep. W- what about you, Taylor? What, have you Got any good story that you um, want to share?
4: I like hearing about his college days. And I also like hearing about, I think what was interesting for me is that a lot of his friends kids were younger than me and mm-hmm. so i you know i called you uncle rich there was you know uncle mm-hmm. kenny everyone's my uncle i i thought right. you all were my friends because there was no other children around <laughs> i thought that it was it's really wonderful because i remember him he used to talk about you know i was thinking recently about svp you know scott van pelt he was like i cannot wait until he is a father he's going to be such a great father and yeah. there's like this nerdiness about loving being a dad. And it was humiliating to me because he would just show all of my most private moments on his phone recorded to all of his friends. Yes, But I do now, with a little bit of space from that, I love the excitement that he had about, I get to do this thing and it is what I love. And I can't even, I can't wait to see my male friends get to the place where they also know what this feels like.
1: Well, I've got two stories for you. Okay, okay, here we go. And I've told them on, the, on this show every now and then, but I've got the per, a personal one, and then I've got, well, I mean, they're both, you know, off camera. But there's one about me and, and my my wife, Susie, who I met at ESPN, and then there's one uh, out and about. Which one do you want to hear first? The out and about? Out and about. Uh, out and about. <laughs> I'm going to tell the story, Chris. Two it's, one of my Scott's, favorite. it's one of my favorite two, stories. Two Stuart Scott's daughters, okay? And Taylor and Sydney here. Here we go. So it's the All-Star Game in New York City. uh, NBA All-Star Game. I think it was 99. I think it was, right? It's the famous one where Kobe Bryant's waving Karl Malone off the blocks. It it was discussed in uh, uh, The Last Dance, the documentary. Okay. So it's New York City. And Stuart and I, your dad and I, are doing um, uh, an 11 o'clock Eastern Sports Center. Okay. And it's a... For some reason, we got stuck doing it on a Friday night, which never really used to happen. Friday night, 11 o'clock Eastern Sports Center. And there was an event that was going on in New York City that night at the old All-Star Cafe, which was the uh, restaurant that Shaq and, and Wayne Gretzky owned and Ken Griffey Jr., yep. I think, had all a big stake in it. And so um, we wanted to go. But the problem is that we had a, we couldn't leave the set until midnight. And we're like, should we do it, should we do it? And your dad's like, what do you mean, should we do it? Absolutely, we're gonna do it. So we got a car, okay, a car. And we hopped in a car, the two of us sat in the back of a car and we were driven to New York City and it took two hours to get there. It's two in the morning and we pull into, um, (laughs) we pull into Times Square and everybody's leaving the party. The party's over. We get all the way down, the party's (laughs) over. Your dad tells the driver to stop in the middle of Broadway. In the middle of Times Square, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" Oh, and he's God. like, "I'm gonna ask the cop where everyone's going next." And I'm like, "Why would the cop know?" And he looks at me, he goes, "Why wouldn't he know?"
0: <laughs> Gotta figure out. Uh, I'm like, I'm right like, is. Stuart, we
1: can't stop the car in the middle of like <laughs> Times Square. He goes, you know, basically gave me a look of like, "Watch me." Yeah, so he gets out. <laughs> And the cop knows exactly who oh he is goodness. like you could just read the body language yeah. you know what i mean like i'm not hearing what he's saying yeah but you could see and the cops like giving him yep. directions and so your dad comes back and he says to me get out of the car i know where we're going next and i'm like where are we going next and he goes just he gave me this look, at like you know, will you shut up? Come you know, on. like you know, it's night I'm, night like, with the boys. Right, I'm like, yeah, exactly. no, no, it's not the with the, boys. I'm I'm like the I'm like, I'm like the nervous Jewish kid from Staten Island, New York. And he gives me a look, like just shut up, let's just go. Go. let's stop go, stop overthinking it. <laughs> <Yep>. So, <laughs> I'm gonna tell this story, <laughs> Chris. Is, <laughs> It's great. It's great. Right? It's great. It's, okay. it's an all-time punchline. Okay. So we're now walking down Times Square, and now walking to the west side of Manhattan in a spot I've never been in my entire life. And I'll be very honest: as we're walking further and further west, I am the I, I am the only white guy on the street, and your guy, your dad, is walking down the street, and everybody is stopping us every two minutes, and suddenly there's now dozens of people following us. Dozens. Trying to go
0: to the after party. <laughs> Dozens of
1: people following us because they you know you, right? And so finally we keep walking and one last guy stops and he says to your dad, okay? Like, I'll, I'll look at you, Taylor. You're, 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 you're your dad and Sydney, you're me. And so he says, oh my God, it's Stuart Scott. And he looks at me and he goes, and the white guy. <laughs>
4: That's beautiful. The, the white, white guy. Here's the thing. Hang That's off. the
0: appreciation, though. He said, "Wait, hey, hold up. I, I know who, this who you is are." Too.
4: Mm-hmm. The,
1: the white guy.
4: His white guy. Exactly. You Our white what? guy. Exactly.
1: And the white, the white guy. That was
4: high praise.
1: <laughs> I was the white guy, and to say that um, your dad couldn't have loved that moment more.
0: <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Right, oh my so god. Here's, here's, here's the personal. Oh my god. One. Here's the here,
1: here's the uh, the personal one here. Okay. Yeah. So um, I met uh, my wife, Susie, at ESPN.
4: How many years together now? Oh,
1: God. We're married 19. So, But we met in 96 when I first arrived. And uh, it, it took a while for... Uh, for your CJ's <laughs> laughing already, it, it took a while for um Susie and I to start becoming an item. We mm. were, we were
2: <laughs> you're laughing,
1: Dad. It's it.
3: the truth. Uh, it was a slow it, burn, that's one burn. way of putting yeah. it. You you know, slow burn we were
1: just, we were just yeah. you know, just friends for a while. Uh, I, wa- I wanted to be more than just friends <laughs> for a while, and your dad knew that, and he. Loved my wife, Susie, Susie Schuster, who he called S squared. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay,
1: so he would constantly go up to S squared and kind of like say, "Why don't you like you know like I got He would play us towards the middle all the time. Okay, and you know, you see when I was a little bit down on it, just like come on, just. Keep it going. You know, like it, everything you had talked about your dad, like wanting people to have families and yep. start, you, know, like you should be a dad and all that. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So he's just like, keep going. It's like, don't give up. Get in, there. Know, get in, get in there. there. Get in Come there. on, man. Come on. And so uh, we obviously became an item and then we got married. And there's an incredible photograph from our wedding day, okay, where your dad looks at me and he looks at my wedding ring on my hand and he smiling and the look said two things one was essentially you know i told you so <laughs> okay Knew and the it. other one was we did it
0: <laughs> yep
4: he said we as a team like, yeah, like we basically did this. like yep. we,
1: like you could see he gets his look on his face like we you know we did it you here's know, the thing that doesn't surprise it. me he was like we're in it together yep, because we're in it he together. had
0: the most like he would he had the story of how he and my mom met yes. and he would always talk about the woman who introduced them and that was he would tell it over and over and over again so now knowing how important that story was to him I know that he in his head was like that was I me I gotta pay it back I, <laughs> right. I was the instrumental role here like we together did this
1: yes, like literally he I'm so glad I
4: helped create
1: I know right no, honestly no, and there's, uh, I, honestly Honestly we, did. <laughs> honestly we did it you know we like that, that's the way he he's would proud. take the approach yeah. he's proud you know and, then, and again, then again the fact that we had so many incredible moments together on on tv you know meshing our two different upbringings and our two different pop culture um you know landscapes yeah. as one yeah. you know team and unit you know um he, he call me you know no offense to him, like his TV wife. Like I was his TV wife is how he referred to it. <laughs> A little me. competition. You know, of course he was the male in that equation, you know, I mean, so. But at any anyway, rate, Taylor and Sydney Scott here on The Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so let's talk about the future. What's going on with your dad and the foundation that has uh, been born out of his message and his remarkable speech that will live forever, you know, for the Jimmy V Award for Perseverance. What's, what's the latest and how can people get involved? What's going
4: I mean, on? We're so grateful for the V Foundation, not only because that's something that we grew up knowing that my father was like, this is the amount of time I commit to this because it is important. It's important for people's lives mm-hmm. before it personally affected us on any level. But the fact that they a are such so much at the forefront of this research, but also have taken the time to realize that there are health disparities in the care industry and also in the science that's being done. And by ameliorating those differences, really everyone benefits from that. It's a future for everyone. Mm-hmm. I have such gratitude and such admiration for that. And so for us, kind of, whatever we can do to help proliferate that message and also spread awareness about, you know, we love our dad and people love their dad. We we want to see families together for as long as possible because that's what's important.
0: So here's what we have going on, scoops for stew. Taylor and I started this, I mean, it, it was honestly just... It kind of came about organically. Yes, we like ice cream. We we like ice cream. That was the place to start. My father took us to get ice cream. Yep. And um, we were good.
4: And, and
1: now National Ice Cream Day is two days before his birthday. Exactly, it's exactly. Exciting. And
0: so it worked out so well. And, right. you know, it was just, a, it was something where, you know, it was the it was the first year after he passed and we were trying to, you know, find something to, to really, to celebrate his memory, but also to, to sort of be able to feel that for
4: ourselves. And share uh, it with other people. And
0: share it with other people, exactly. And so, um... Scoops for Stew was born. Um, it's essentially an awareness-raising campaign where everybody's supposed to go out, favorite ice cream shop, get your ice cream, um, you know, and post it on social media. with A the virtual hashtag. ice cream party. Exactly, little virtual ice cream party. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's honestly something that's so special. Taylor has a really great story about... Um, a time that we went to this ice cream shop in our, you know, in our where we were growing up, um, and we basically he went in and he did this a couple times. He would do it drive through sometimes, but this particular day, he basically he went in and he we paid for our ice cream, and then he paid for the people behind us, and he'd done it before. He just said, you know, it was just something that he kind of to hammer did. home the idea
4: of always paying it forward.
0: Exactly, exactly. And so the next time we went into that ice cream shop, they basically told us they were like. You guys, you know, like last time you were here, that kept going on all day, like all day long. Everyone paid behind, the yeah. people in front paid for the people behind them. You know, they'd had theirs paid for it and they continued it. And it was just I mean, it was it was really, you know, it was really funny. It was it was yeah. strange to think that something so little and so, you know, nonchalant. Seemingly incontru- exactly. And seemingly had in, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, it was this it was this really beautiful act of care, I think, as well to know that, like, these are utter strangers behind you. You have no idea who they are. And you know you're willing to put down something in order to to pay it forward, and so that has become a huge part of why we do this because it is about paying it forward and enjoying ice cream. Obviously, um, it was a great
4: parenting moment. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. I know, right? What a great really what a great moment. He killed it that. that. He really one. did. That was a plus parenting, <laughs> a plus fathering. <laughs> right? But it's like, how can we continue to embody that and move in that spirit?
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that is that's the hope that we have for everyone: is go out, have some ice cream, enjoy time with your friends. Family.
4: And then if you get a chance, definitely donate to the organization, yes. um, the Stuart Scott Cancer Memorial Research Fund. Um, I would definitely like to say that that is something that has given me so much hope yeah. since my yeah. father's passing. Well, because yeah. I, I am not a scientist, and it does seem very bleak to look at the future of medicine and not have an answer. Um, I really have been so encouraged by meeting defen- different V scholars Um, scientists who have been grant recipients from my father's organization because they really do have the step-by-step process of even though this is difficult now it is not as difficult as it was five years ago what people went through five years ago Mm -hmm. that is paid forward like our father was very adamant about participating in clinical trials and he said you know even if this does not save me it's not just my life that's on the line here it's that there needs to be life going forward after me. And that is something that I am deeply touched by. And that when there seems like there is nothing to go forward for, that is something.
1: And that's at vfoundation.org. Yes. Is yes. that how people can find the, uh, the, the portal? Yes. To... yes. And it
4: is the Stuart Scott cancer memorial research fund. Yes. I think there's a little, um, a little tag. <laughs> there's a link.
0: Yep.
1: There's a link right there. Yeah. You got some names you want to throw out? Right I did.
4: There? I did want to thank um, Melody Smith. She's a doctor. She's a V fund scholar. Um, jasmine mcdonald is a grant recipient as well and professor olapade i had the the wonderful opportunity to meet her and her family her her husband is also a doctor Mm -hmm. and her whole family they very much are pro encouraging people to know more about their medical profile Mm -hmm. what will i face what did my family members face all of these things i hadn't had a concrete way of thinking you know cancer is this destructive thing, and it's always going to be destructive. And she, her work about how looking for genetic and non-genetic markers of um, tumors and proclivities, those are the things that I'm not the smart one doing it, but there is someone who is dedicating every day to making sure that in 10 years, people can be diagnosed with appendiceal cancer, and they can get more than seven years after that. Yep. Yeah.
1: Vfoundation.org and make sure that the uh, Stuart Scott Memorial Fund... Is uh is is well funded. Uh Liz let's bring it in here. Um okay. Oh. So here we go. Oh we have Wh- scoops. Okay. There oh we my go.
4: we've been good. We what did we do to deserve this? I know, we've
1: got vanilla okay. and chocolate. You want a little bit of both? Is yes. it okay? And we even got a, a scooper?
4: All right, let's do it. Yeah, I'll do it.
1: You stay there, I got it.
4: Okay,
0: we'll be this is nice. Okay, we've got the whipped cream, chocolate sauce this? on top. <laughs> oh yeah, this Listen, is you, know, you know how to throw an ice cream exactly, party, exactly. Exactly. This is how we'll start off our day. Scoop for stew. It's it. been
1: out. It's been out, so it'll be easy for me to scoop. I'm sorry. I'm getting big portions here. <laughs> no, perfect. Listen, okay. that's,
0: don't chocolate. ever apologize. We've been good. All we right. Do you guys behave. want whipped
1: cream too? Is yeah. It good? Okay, yes, so the whole so thing. Choc- chocolate uh, Sunday dream. Do you want chocolate? I'm
0: all good without the chocolate sauce, but I, you know, I love
4: chocolate.
1: All right. So here we go. Here's just one with the one with whipped cream.
4: Perfect. Wow. There you go. Feels like a like my favorite birthday party. So I know, right? <laughs> exactly. T- pass,
1: pass that to Thanks. Sid. This is for you, my okay,
0: queen. All right, so now Thanks.
1: this is for you. Okay,
0: this is exactly what I needed today. And this is some good ice cream, too. It is. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: I hope so. I don't know. If it's coming out of the budget, it's great. <laughs> all right.
0: We're honored. You want the chocolate
1: sauce, too? Yes, let's, uh, let's do some right. chocolate sauce. So I guess I should say this. I'm, you know, I'm, I feel like I've been telling stories and I'm, I'd like to be talking with you instead of just telling you, but I'll, I'll do it anyway. Yeah. You know, about, here you go, Tay.
4: Thank you so much.
1: Perfect for me to tell you this while I'm scooping out. Oh, perfect. Do you want some ice cream, uh, Chris?
3: Yeah, I'll come get some after.
1: Yeah, All right, here we right. go. Um, so, uh, Mike, you too, and TJ, I don't want to leave you out. you want some ice cream, guys? Okay, very <laughs> good. Love an ice cream everybody. Uh, uh, I just will say this. It's wild to me that your dad is remembered as a groundbreaker, an iconoclast, a, a legend and i'm saying that because i had a front row seat to the way it all started and i was there quite a bit when your dad felt anything but like Stuart scott felt anything but in real time as a groundbreaker and an iconoclast he was literally just being himself and this is the message i would give to anybody is that you just keep believing in yourself. You keep believing in yourself and who you are and how you're going about it and let the chips fall. And I think if we had told him back in the day, you know, from 96 to 03 when I was there and I was doing Sports Center, your dad, if I was telling him, hey, you know, one day you are going to be remembered as the guy who broke ground and absolutely reinvented the way a lot of people did our job yeah. and you will be remembered that forever and people there will be legions of people who would be wanting to be you and they're imitators of you essentially if i told him that he would have had two answers one of them would have just get out of here and, <laughs> the, and the other two would have been damn straight he'd have been like damn straight that's how i'm going to be remembered yep. yeah you know and that's yep. not why he was doing it yep that's not the motivation for doing it while he's doing it. The motivation is he's just having fun and he wanted to be successful and yep. he's competitive. But he'd be like, damn straight, yep. I would be. But also he'd be just like, get out of here. Because um, there were times where he wasn't made to feel that way, yep. to be very honest. And so that is one of the tales I like to tell about Stuart Scott, your dad, is that you know so many people don't believe in what they're you know, they're told no, or they're told you're not doing it right, or you're not doing it a certain way. And um, you just pay no attention to that. You know? And he would be, I'm sure you know this anyway, too. I'm probably the latest person to say, be so proud of you both.
3: I appreciate that. That
1: I is the I think that
4: is definitely what I can relate to most, being, you know, mid-20s. <laughs> it's, I can't relate to my father's success at all. Right. Because that's, you know... It doesn't even make sense to me, but I can relate to just doing what you do and loving it and mm-hmm. failing at it over and over and constantly being getting criticism for it and knowing that whether you succeed or fail or whether you you know, your producer likes you best or likes someone else best. It really is about he had a conviction that there was the way there was a way that news could be told that would reach people. Yeah. And yep. so he was willing to kind of sacrifice whether or not, you know, he got some flack. I definitely that is the most inspiring thing is to be like, find what is worth working for, yeah, and keep your head down about it, and so I feel like that I, I love the idea that he could be like like absolutely that would be me people I, i'm going to have an impact, yeah, but it comes from that conviction in knowing that his work was worthwhile yep, I remember because a
0: lot of times you know growing up he would he would tell us he would be like, I worked so hard, I was driven i You know, I I put in every ounce of myself into this, but I was also lucky, you know, like he he also was in the right place at the right time at some point to get this
1: opportunity. And so to work with me, you're saying, or or exactly. He was like, it
0: all boils down right here. Yeah, I'm
1: sorry. That was the (laughs) the (laughs) iron.
0: Exactly. No, but I had a
1: front row seat for that. Sydney, I had a front row seat for, for all of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I really, really did. And, um, he worked his ass off. Yep. He really did. And, but then there would be times where, um, he kind of felt down about it. Yep. And it was really odd to see because he was up about absolutely everything. Yep, you know. What there, did you say to him? Um, what did I say to him? Uh, sometimes I would tell him, in all honesty, just like, "What do you care?" And then he would kind of give me that look, saying, "Yeah, but you, 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 you come with a different set of, uh, you know." tools resources or upbringing or you know basically you're a white guy I'm not gonna lie I mean like that was the sort of thing mm-hmm. and and then he would just do like a deaf poetry jam lead-in anyway <laughs> yep and people that was it. do yeah, it anyway you know that what I mean it. he would do it anyway exactly and and then he would get like frustrated I'll tell this one last story <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going through my greatest hits with his daughters Chris yeah as you should <laughs> was like, you know um one time we do uh we you know we go to a commercial break and i just done a a line from the latest seinfeld episode yep uh going to break and so everyone on the the floor laughs and um we're we're off camera and he turns to me he goes what was that and i'm like what do you mean what was that he goes what was that and i'm like that was the latest line from seinfeld and he goes and i'm like what was that
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: and he goes, brothers don't watch that." <laughs> and what he was telling me is like, you know, so I'm doing this lyric. I'm making this reference. And I'm the one who's coming across as outside the norm. Mm. But what you just did is kind of outside the norm, too. And nobody bats an eyelash about what you're doing. Yep, That's basically what I took from that conversation.
4: I love that you both brought your cultural backgrounds to the table because it does create such a, like, (laughs) I don't know, there's people who like Seinfeld and they like death jam poetry. And it's like you reach both of those audiences. And I think that that's so special. And also again, your your work marriage, it was a very beautiful place to like (laughs) proliferate. I don't know, I feel like sports is culture and culture is sports, so. Oh, no
1: question. And you're very kind to say that because half the time I had no idea what your father was saying.
4: (laughs) And you he know. didn't and he didn't know what exactly. and he didn't know what well, someone said on Seinfeld. Yeah. Is,
1: is it true somebody in the family was giving him lines and stuff like that? Was he tending like one of like your, your niece or nephew, his niece or nephew, he one of your cousins line. was was feeding him like the latest rap lyrics and stuff. Like that's what that was.
4: So he did like, say he, like he was on it.
1: He was, he was, on, was it. on it. Did but he, he also he also had his feelers uh-huh. out for him. <laughs> he <so laughs> did.
4: And I would say it was not you know, we we he obviously he loved hip hop music. Um mm-hmm. and I now I'm able to listen to hip-hop music that he had to... He would literally drive with one hand on the, on the volume because he had to know the, all the songs so that he could censor it <laughs> yep. as, as he as drove. And he would say... <laughs> Whether it's usable or not. Exactly. <laughs> when we were driving in the car. But again, at the same time, he was also a huge theater nerd. Like, he was oh, a theater yeah. kid. Sure, yeah. And so it's like, you might come with, like, something from Snoop Dogg or you might come with something from the musical Wicked. He would not stop listening to that yep. either. And so there was always... Uh-huh. I don't know i really love you can find so many touchstone moments in terms of reporting sure. just from living in the culture and being yep. with people
0: and that's what happens when you let people be themselves yeah you know is that you you get to reach you get to reach those people and, and everyone who's watching gets like again you know we've talked about it a million times all these people who say oh you know i watched your dad you know in the morning when i was eating you know breakfast yeah. before i went to school yeah and it's just so special to me that it's like there are so many people that felt you know i don't want to say felt seen but you know like felt like they like like he was talking to them and and that's that's such as that's an incredible thing to me like it's really really incredible
4: to me
1: well i i let's do this more often than 20 years
4: yes absolutely <laughs> i'll
1: be a very old man if we waited till that time we'll bring
4: the ice cream next time, exactly
1: uh, please i mean I, i'm i'm so thrilled that we're able to do this and again uh, the vfoundation.org and make sure you give to the Stuart scott uh, memorial fund and um Congrats on all your both successes and graduation, and and go crush it like your dad would would prefer and uh, expect.
0: Exactly. And Thank uh,
1: you. Taylor and Sydney Scott at T A E and Sid S Y D on Twitter. I follow them. You should as well. Um, let's dig in right here on the Absolutely, Rich Eisen yes. show. I've, all I've right, scoops, scoops for stewed Day right yes. here on the on the Rich Eisen show. Mm-hmm. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets back here on the rich eyes and show rogue irons callaway didn't just create the longest irons ever with the new rogue st they made the longest irons ever perform at the highest level for every player just like the rogue uh, st driver there's four different offerings of the rogue st irons so there is one for to fit your game the rogue st max that's the one i use it's the most popular iron for the widest range of players Improvement shaping, incredible combination of speed, forgiveness, all-around performance. Low- to mid-single-digit handicappers, there's the Rogue ST Pro. The Max OS is for a game-improvement model. Folks who need that, that's mid to high-handicappers. If you've got a slower swing speed, the Max OS Lite, the most forgiving high-launch iron in the mix, that's for you. No other irons perform like the new Rogue ST irons. Find your Rogue ST irons at CallawayGolf.com GoRogue. Nick Saban has spoken on the NIL and his relationship with Jimbo Fisher. Oh, 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 baby. Ooh. That's coming up at the top of the next hour. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Justin Hartley, um, one of the stars of the hit show that just wrapped up, This Is Us. He's here in studio talking about his uh, his new uh, spirit oh. relationship. I now We're not talking about cheering, cheerleading. We're talking about a uh, little, uh, little... So you got some uh, alcohol to go with your ice cream, Chris. Hmm. Man, I'm like in an ice cream coma right now. Jimmy in San Antonio, let's take his phone call. How you doing, Jimmy? How you been?
2: Hey, como estas, hermano? You know, Hang hey. in there, muchacho. Oh, I know, dude. Emotional. Uh, that was moving to see the girls. Thanks. And see you, see them. Yeah. And then hearing that mama was there, yeah. you know, it brings tears to all of us. Thanks, and- Jimmy. I yeah, appreciate no, that. Man, uh, I'm glad you're too. back. And that Thanks. was cool. I didn't want to miss it today. And Rich, have I ever told you about the time I was on a country radio station in College Station, Texas, and I had Stuart Scott as my interview on the morning show? No, Jimmy. Wow. No. Well, my program director said, why are we having the guy from ESPN on? I said, are you kidding? This dude's <laughs> a legend. He, He's... Uh, he, I don't know. we would never seen a real brother on ESPN until Stewart. And the other reason was I have my own personal Jimmy T is cooler than the other side of a pillow drop from Stewart Scott. Mm. Still saved. It's my most prized possession for my radio shows. And I'm just happy you got to see the girls. That was awesome.
1: Thanks, Jimmy. I appreciate it. Next time you come on, uh, let's uh, have that drop ready. I'd love to hear it.
2: Oh, okay. Please All right, do it. Deal,
1: brother. Please do it. Adios, sir. That's uh, Jimmy in San Antonio. So many people feel the same way.
2: Mm.
1: I love it. I, I would say this, man. I doubt I'd be
3: sitting here if it wasn't for Stuart Scott. So we thank him for that and what he left. Well,
1: you had me at hello, TJ, so don't worry <laughs> about that. Justin Hartley, hour number three, and the latest from Nick Saban coming up. Still here on the program. Nathan in L.A. will take your phone call. What's going on, Nathan?
2: Hey, Rich, how are you? What's going on? Well, I wanted to share a thought that came up when you asked uh, Stuart's daughters about memories. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk, I want to run this kind of delicately because I don't want it to sound like I'm talking about somebody else. I am talking about Stu, but I'm via another person.
1: Okay. I've got about a minute. Can you think you can drop that in about a minute, Nathan? What do you think?
2: Uh,. I want to, but it's kind of important, and it's kind of big. Can it wait till the hour or well, not? Well,
1: I mean, uh, we'll, we'll put you back on hold, and we'll, we'll, we'll take you if, you, if you don't mind. We, we have uh, other stuff to get to, but I also okay. don't want you to run out of time. Thanks. We'll put I you appreciate back it. on hold. Let you me – thank you. You got That's Nathan in L.A., everybody. You know what I mean? I just try to be respectful. There's something called the hard out that is – uh, That is uh, – you cannot – Yeah. It's like the Van Wick. It's coming
3: for all of us. <laughs> that's a great answer.
1: Undefeated. <laughs> that's exactly you. The like, out hey, is undefeated. Out. Like
3: the <laughs> <knifer>. <laughs> Yeah, there's no like I can't I can't help you out. Rich. Van Wolf. See, that's a Seinfeld <laughs> reference. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've seen it now. Yeah, I mean, but you for, didn't watch and, Seinfeld when it was on. No. Yeah. I start watching Seinfeld really till f- 2015. Okay. And and then I was like, Holy crap, this is amazing. This is is amazing. It's still funny. But I also knew the Van Wick, you know, there's many rap songs with you know, pushing the whip on the Van Wick to come see me. There's you know, there's a
1: lot of that. So you are like you're 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 Stuart and me all wrapped up in one. I was like, if Rich Eisen and Stuart Scott had a baby, okay, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's oh TJ.
3: Wow. Like, oh my god, the Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> I think TJ's had too much ice cream already. <laughs> it was so delicious. <laughs> I might get more. Hey, and right Sarah here. Jackson brought donuts today for the first
1: time. We've been I begging know. Sarah. What, what is happening here? Bring donuts, friend. We've got donuts. We've got ice cream, and with Justin Hartley, we've got alcohol. It's bad. Hey, party! It's a dude, great day, man. up God. on a Tuesday. <laughs> going up. It's a good thing. I, a good thing I have not one but two pickleball dates slated for this weekend.
3: <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> Welcome
1: to the party, pal. Two hey, pickleball. Be dates. careful! You'll tear your Achilles yeah, out there, Rich. Yeah, yeah. I'll be
3: fine. Hey, it's I'll be fine. Be careful. I'll be fine. I'll be
1: fine. Be, be I'll be fine. <laughs> you don't know that
2: you're a certain age.
1: I understand that. <laughs> Yeah. I, play, I had a little tennis yesterday. I got tennis Thursday. Two pickleballs coming up. It's almost like you're training the road yeah, right man. I'm no, too no, much of line. Line. Just training for those unexpected ice cream donut double dips. And, and, when you and play your, your buddy's balls. behind you again.
3: That's my question. <laughs>